I'm Max Pringle with these headlines. Leaders from the group of seven industrialized nations are meeting today in Cornwall, England. The economy, trade, the pandemic, climate change are on the agenda. The leaders of the world's wealthiest democracies have announced they're set to commit to sharing at least one billion coronavirus shots with struggling countries around the world. On Thursday, the U.S. and the U.K. committed to sharing 600 million doses. More from Future Story News' Ollie Barrett. After official arrivals and a G7 family photo here in Cornwall, leaders will get down to business. Their first session today is called Build Back Better from COVID-19 and takes in economic recovery, inequalities, environmental issues and gender themes. Prince Charles will also meet with leaders and business chiefs to call for coordinated action on climate change. An evening reception will be hosted by the Queen with Prince Charles, Camilla and Prince William and Kate all in attendance. Heading into the summit, the UK and US have pledged between them to supply 600 million COVID vaccine doses for the rest of the world. Ollie Barrett, Cornwall. A bipartisan group of 10 senators say they've agreed among themselves to their own infrastructure proposal. It includes $579 billion in new spending as part of a $1 trillion total package. President Biden's initial plan called for $2 trillion in new spending to be paid for with a tax increase on the wealthy. The compromise bill, critically, does not include new spending for tackling climate change. Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey told MSNBC that an infrastructure bill without a climate change component isn't worth passing. We have to pass legislation that unleashes the wind and solar, all-electric vehicle, plug-in hybrid, a battery storage technology, transmission technology revolution that we know is out there. The senators said that changes could still be made, but call their tentative agreement a realistic compromise framework that would be paid for without any tax increases. Fire crews were battling a wildfire that started Thursday near Las Vegas. The fire quickly grew to more than 200 acres on Potosi Mountain. It's near the main highway between Las Vegas and rural Pahrump. A Clark County fire official says no structures were immediately in danger, no injuries were reported, and the cause of the fire was not immediately known. Forecasters have warned of excessive heat this weekend, with temperatures climbing above 110 degrees. The Trump Justice Department seized data from the accounts of at least two members of the House Intelligence Committee in 2018 as part of an aggressive crackdown on leaks related to the Russia investigation and other national security matters. That's according to a committee official and two people familiar with the investigation. The New York Times reports that the Department of Justice prosecutors subpoenaed Apple for the data, The records of at least 12 people connected to the intelligence panel were eventually shared, including Democratic Committee Chairman Adam Schiff and California Congressman Eric Swalwell, who was the second member. Swalwell told CNN that the revelation shows the Trump administration abused its authority to target political opponents. This isn't really about me or Chairman Schiff. This is about everyday Americans, you know, who don't want to see their government uh, weaponized law enforcement against them because of their political beliefs. And I hope Trump supporters who fear Big Brother see that Donald Trump was the biggest brother we've ever seen. The records of aides, former aides, and family members were also seized, including one who was a minor. Apple informed the committee last month that their records had been shared, but did not give extensive detail. The committee is aware, though, that metadata from the accounts was turned over. 
This week marks the 40th anniversary of the first reported cases of HIV in the United States. The virus that causes AIDS has killed 700,000 Americans and more than 32 million people worldwide. And as Suzanne Potter reports, there was a struggle in those early years to get the government to take action. Rick Chavez-Spur is executive director of the nonprofit Equality California, a job he's about to leave to run for state assembly. He says Americans mustn't forget the terrible toll of this disease. I lost literally scores of friends to the disease and watched our government pretty much do nothing about it for over a decade. And so as I think about the 40th anniversary, I think we need to remember all the people that were lost. He adds the huge loss of life and perceived inaction by the Reagan administration motivated groups like Equality California to help elect leaders who would take the disease seriously, including President Bill Clinton and Senators Barbara Boxer and Dianne Feinstein. Today, HIV treatments make it possible for 38 million people worldwide to live with HIV, including 1.2 million Americans. For California News Service, I'm Suzanne Potter. And I'm Max Pringle. You're listening to Sojourner Truth on Pacifica Radio.